podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to the Footy with Dad podcast, where Julian and his son Jake will be discussing their weekly footy experiences together and their love of the game. Get ready for discussion, arguing, laughing and crying about all things football. Hello, we're back. Footy with Dad is back. How are you, Jake? I'm good. It's been it's been well. It's been almost a month away, but it feels good to be back, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, we were hoping to do a podcast after England had won the World Cup, but uh, we thought we'd do do one today um, after last night's uh, exit against France. We watched it together. Oh, what are your thoughts? Oh, just a roller coaster of emotions, really. We knew it was going to be a tough game, but you know, I really, I, I really believed in this England team. Um, that you know, I, you know, out of all the England teams I've seen in my lifetime, I really thought that you know this is the one um, that could go all the way. But you know, at the end of the day, that way. I mean, you know, with Brazil going out and Portugal and no Italy this year, um, I, you just felt if we could have got past France. I really, I really did fancy our chances, and you know, it, it's just so frustrating because they did actually play well on the night. I mean, you know, you can't blame the referee, but oh, some poor, poor decisions. I mean, Harry Kane should have had a penalty in the first half. I mean, I, I can't see how VAR can look at that and not not give it. I mean, it's just you know, it's just I don't know. I just uh, I still yeah. can't believe that. Yeah, I mean, there was a foul as well leading up to um, France's first goal, which I think should have been looked at more. I think, you know, that possibly another another VAR or another referee mistake, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, no, I mean, it was in the same, you know, it was a build-up to the goal, so that they could have disallowed it. I know they said on commentary, maybe it was 45 seconds after, but I don't think that really should matter. Um, I thought, I mean, listen, he took the goal well. Pickford, I think, obviously saw it late. Could he have done better? I think whenever an elite keeper is beaten from that sort of distance, you, you've got to question the keeper. Um, saying that, I thought he, I thought he's, he's had a terrific uh, World Cup, but uh, that was really frustrating to you know because I I don't think there was a lot in it uh, up up to that goal. Um, if anything, I, I thought we may have just shaded it, um, but that goal obviously knocked us back, and we went into um, Half time, what one nil down, uh, and they came out and they. I thought they started the second half quite well. They started on the front foot, and um, you know we we deservedly got got a penalty um, in in the second half. Now you and I were always worried about Kane and the penalty against not 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 so much you know scoring a penalty, but against Hugo, who he must practice penalties all day against. Um, that was always a worry, wasn't it, for us? Yeah, I mean, the, the the mind games going on there, I mean, it was kind of like our worst nightmare. Like you said, we were talking about, um, you know, what would happen if Kane had to take a penalty against Lloris. Um And, yeah, the mind games, obviously, everyone knows Kane has got a preferred side. Lloris knew that, um, but, you know, he went the other way, thinking Kane might change his ways, knowing Lloris knows what way he he prefers so the mind games were ridiculous and you know for his first penalty anyway he's a spatch brilliantly 
Yeah, no, I mean, he really did put that away. And you think, you know, great mind games. Kane's done well. We're back in the game, one all. And, um, you know, I, I, I thought we played pretty well, um, you know, but it's frustrating because we then went went behind with about 12 minutes to go. Um, and, I mean, could we have done better? Could we have stopped the cross? Could we have stopped? You know the header. I haven't seen it that clearly. Uh, you know, after last night, I didn't want to re rewatch it. Uh, but that 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 was frustrating to go two one down with twelve minutes to go. Um, but then we got back into it. I mean, why the ref had to go to the monitor? You know, it was a blatant push on Mount. Um, you know, it was just blatant. Um, but he went to the monitor. We had a few. You always know though. It, it, 90% of them are given when the refs go go to check the monitor, don't they? And then it was it was really nerve-wracking. I mean, you could barely barely look uh the second penalty. And I was nervous as well because it's just it's mind games anyway when you get a second penalty in a match, uh, because the goalie knows where you put the first one. Um, but it just added to the mind games because obviously Hugo knows Kane so well. Um and it wasn't to be, um, you know, he, he got too far under it and it went way over the bar, which um, was really harsh for Harry. He doesn't deserve that. I mean, on the night he equaled England's joint top goal scorer uh, with Wayne Rooney. It was it was just such a shame, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, especially when it's, you know, your own player as well. Obviously, obviously, you, you just hate to see it. And like you said, he equaled. Uh, England's all-time top goal scorer um, and obviously if he scored that I mean that would have been an unbelievable way um, to become England's all-time top goal scorer it would have been amazing um, but like you said um, you know like you said unfortunately it didn't go his way um, but you know it, you know, it's just a shame that you know he's now being blamed for it well listen he'll, he'll be blamed by other fans and you know probably most notably Arsenal fans. But listen, you know, he's done more for his country than any other player out there. Um, you know, he's joint top scorer. And, you know, without his 53 goals over the last few years, you know, we would never have reached, you know, A, a final, B, a semi-final. And, you know, though he hasn't scored the goals this World Cup, he certainly has been instrumental with his link-up play. You know, he just brings everyone else into play. He's assists and what have you. And even Gareth Southgate said after the game last night, it was probably his best performance of the tournament. Well, that's it. Kane, you know, we've got to remember, Kane's a much different player um, now to what he was in 2018, four years ago. His game has developed quite drastically. You know, he now plays in a much deeper role than what he used to. Um and uh, I know people are going to look at, you know, Harry Kane, England's main man, you know, didn't really get the goals this tournament. But, you know, if you look behind that, I think he had a solid tournament. Yeah, no, I, th I, I thought he had a good tournament. And, you know, the frustrating thing is, I think had we equalised, we would have had momentum. And listen, there's no no, no guarantee we would have gone through, even if he had scored the penalty. So, uh, you know, but it was just so frustrating because I think, Though you can't write off Morocco, I, I think we would have beaten Morocco um, on Wednesday. And then potentially that would have set up um, 
a final probably against Argentina and uh, what, what, what a final that would have been. So real shame. It's a real shame that it ended the way it did. Harry doesn't deserve that. Um, you know, he's a truly elite professional and um, I just hope it doesn't affect him for the rest of the season. Obviously, you know, you and I support Spurs. Um, I don't think it will. I think, you know, he's... You know, Saka's come back stronger uh, from, obviously, the missed penalty in the Euros. Um, Kane's older, uh, more mature, has the experience. So um, I like to think, you know, after a few days, it, you know, though it's going to take a lot longer than that to get over, I, I do hope that, um, you know, he can knuckle down and, and, and crack on with Spurs. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, like you said there, you know, Saka became a different player, really, um, after that. So hopefully that, you know, hopefully it doesn't affect Kane too much. Obviously, it is going to hurt the, you know, for the next week or next couple of weeks possibly. But you know, I'm sure once, you know, hopefully, fingers crossed. Anyway, when he starts banging in the goals for Spurs in the second half of the season, hopefully we can, you know, and he can just move on from that. Really, no, definitely. I mean, talking about Saka. Um... I actually thought he was probably our best player, you know, not not only yesterday, I think probably of the tournament. Um, you know, yeah. the way he's bounced back since the Euros. Um, he's obviously, you know, though he's Arsenal, I do like him. You know, I like his attitude. Um, we saw the clip during the week of him going up to Beckham asking for an autograph. I mean, he just seems so humble. And uh, he had a great tournament, um, you know, and he he should be very proud of himself. Did really, really well. Yeah, I mean, he's a fantastic player, you know, at such a young age. He's just very mature, doesn't try to be, you know, anything that he's not. Um, and on, I mean, I mean, it's a shame he's at Arsenal, but I really think he's got a very, very bright future ahead of him. No, definitely, definitely. Um the only criticism I have, I mean, I like Southgate. I, I think obviously before yesterday, his tournament record is very good. Um, semi-finals and final in, in, in you know big tournaments. I thought his substitutions yesterday were odd to say the least. Yeah, I mean, he he brought Mount on um, quite late on, I believe, and I don't get that. Um, you know, he hasn't been too great. Uh, you know, earlier on in the tournament. I don't know why when we need a goal, you know, you know, we've got other players we can bring off on the bench. Not, I don't think Mason that was the answer. You know, you possibly look at the bench and see maybe James Madison, who unfortunately, you know, we know how excited he was to go to the World Cup, didn't get any minutes. Now, of course, I know he was injured for a large, you know, large handful of the tournament. Um, but, you know, surely, you know, surely James Madison would have maybe done more than Mount did last night. Yeah, I mean, I also was surprised he brought Sterling on, you know, considering the week he's had with, you know, what went on uh, at, at his home, flew back to London, he then flew back to Qatar. Um, he only, I think, had one day training on Friday. Um, I, I would, you know, and he did nothing when he came on. I, I would have certainly brought on, well, I would have kept Saka on for longer um, and I would probably have, as you say, brought on Madison or, or Rashford bef bef before Mount. Um, but listen, you know, it wasn't to be um, very disappointing. I, I do think it was a missed opportunity. Um, and, you know, 
I can't help but feel frustrated because yet again in a major tournament we haven't beaten a top class team. Um, Senegal, you would expect them to beat. You'd expect them to get out of the group that they were in. Um, it's just fr frustrating, um, you know, because the way the tournament was panning out with, with big teams dropping out, um, you know, it was exciting. You know, I just just felt it was a shame we had to be had to meet France in, in, in the quarterfinals. But listen, it is what it is. We're out. Um, you know, we've got a couple of weeks now before the Premier League season starts. Um, do, you, do you think Kane will be ready for Brentford away on Boxing Day? Unfortunately, I don't think that's what he's thinking today. <laughs> um, but, you know, I mean, it's going to be interesting. I think we're going to have quite a few players um, going to be, you know, affected and, you know, probably not ready for that game against Brentford. It's going to be interesting, actually, to see um, to see what our team is going to look like for that first game back. Um but, you know, I think, you know, I think the club are, you know, going to give him a week, 10 days off, come back refreshed. Um, and then, you know, just, you know, just all see for really how he is physically and mentally, I guess. I mean, but before we start talking about the restart of the Premier League, Southgate, you, you want him to stay on? <sighs> this is a tough one. I'm not, well, for me, I think, I think it'd be the right thing if, he stepped down. I'm not an avid Southgate out. If he stays on, fair enough. I think he's done well with this England team. My only worry is, you know, like you said, we haven't really beaten, um, you know, one of, you know, the biggest nations in the world yet in a major tournament. And my only worry is we've got a brilliant young squad at the minute. I really, I really don't want this squad to be wasted. Um, and Southgate, he's had a fair go at it now. He's had three tournaments. He's done very well. Um, he's done very well in two and, you know, decent in this World Cup. Um, but, you know, I think maybe his time is up. But if he stays on for another year and a half until uh, the Euros, fair enough. I wish him the best of luck. But for me, I think it'd be the best. Um, and I think he'd have a lot more respect around the country if he stepped down. Um. I think, yeah, listen, I can understand that way of thinking. Personally, I I like him. I, I think he conducts himself very well in the media. Um, he talks, you know, not just on football subjects. I, I think he talks very well on, on general subjects. I'm not saying that's, you know, a reason to be in the England manager. Um, but I think he is building a, a, a good team here. And um, I, I don't think... The manager of England should be anything but English. Um, you know, I was against Sven and Capello being managers of 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 England, and if he goes, I, I'm not sure there is anyone really ready to take over. I mean, you know, yes, there's been a lot of talk about Pochettino, who don't get me wrong, I love and I think he would be a good in England manager, uh, but you know. I hope one day he, he does come back to Spurs. So whether or not he takes over England, I, I don't know if I would want that. Um, there's been talk of Thomas Tuchel, but, you know, again, same as Pochettino, he's not English. I think we should have an English manager. I, th I think who could be an English manager, though I don't think he'll leave his current club, is Eddie Howe. Um, but I can't see him 
you know, leaving Newcastle. He, he's on a good thing at the moment. Um, so we'll, we'll have to see. But I, I personally, you know, think, yes, give, give Southgate, and to, you know, the Euros. Um, and, then, and then hopefully we'll be more equipped to replace him than what I think we are now. Yeah, yeah, that's a fair enough argument. What was your what was your highlight so far of, of the World Cup? For me, I mean, there's so many. This World Cup has been brilliant for upsets, but I think probably that night um, when Japan beat Spain two one and Germany obviously we didn't know which game what game to watch. We were flickering. no, we were just flickering between both games. There was a what? There was a few minutes. I don't know. I think you rem- I think you told me how long there was, but. There was a few minutes that both Spain and Germany were going out that night. Yeah, I mean, I think it was two and a half to three minutes where Costa Rica and Japan were going through in the group of death, which, you know, I mean, for a neutral, that would have been absolutely incredible, obviously for England as well. Um, but it wasn't to be, but it was still an unbelievable... And what was funny was that at half-time, Graeme Souness was, you know... <sighs> Talking so highly of Spain, you know the football they play, the the patterns of play that they they were doing, and he was strongly tipping them to win the World Cup. Um, they were one 0 up at the time. Bang, they lost two one, and then in the next game, um, you know that the, they were knocked out. So it, it's it's a funny old game, football, isn't it? It is, and you know, and especially with the um, controversy of Japan's second goal as well in that game just added to the whole whole entertainment of that evening from both games. It was amazing. Yeah, no, definitely. And, you know, we can't forget Richardson's goals. Oh, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, he's, I he, I mean he's better. He's second um, against, oh, who did he score? Serbia, I believe it was. Yeah, the overhead kick. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. In a way, I think he, his goal against South Korea was, I mean, the build-up, the team play, to me, I think that is so far goal of the tournament. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was, um, I mean, just thinking about it in my head, it was, you know, it was just Brazilian football all over, wasn't it? Just fantastic play. Richarlison did so well. He headed it three times, played it through, um, got it back and then took it well on his um, on his weak foot as well. It was honestly a fantastic goal. He's having a goal of the tournament, um, you know, competition within himself, which is just brilliant. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he's had a great World Cup uh, in, in fairness. So with the semi-finals now known, who are you going for to win it? I am a Messi fan and I would love to see Messi win it on um you know at his final World Cup but you know we've seen so many upsets this World Cup you know I wouldn't you know I wouldn't necessarily you know put it past Morocco to you know give France a good game maybe go to extra time um I mean look on paper I think a lot of people are predicting a France Argentina final and if it is the case obviously will you know Spurs will have a player on either side we'll have Lloris for France and Romero for Argentina um so look, it's going to be interesting. It's just a shame that you know, in, you know, it doesn't really feel as you know special, you know, knowing that England's aren't in it and whatever happens in these semi-finals, it can't really affect us. But I suppose we can, you know, just enjoy the final week of the tournament now. 
Yeah, no, definitely. We've got two weeks to the Premier League starts as well. Um, looking forward to the restart of the Premier League? I am, actually. I think at the time when the World Cup came along, I think it came at a decent time for us. You know, we were, you know, we were just about scraping wins like we did against Leeds and, you know, our last game. It was a bit of a mess. We weren't playing the best football. We had players injured. Um, but, you know, now... Maybe not for the Brentford game, but the week after, maybe I think Palace and Villa, whatever. Um, you know, we'll have Kane back, Kudasevsky, Ben Tankur. Um, I'm really excited for the second half of the season. I really hope I, I I like to hope we play slightly better football, um, hopefully get um a few new signings over the line in January. And you know, just overall just have a good second half of the season and just make sure we're in that top four come May. Yeah, no, definitely. Plus, we've got the Champions League to look forward to. Um, yeah. Waiting to hear if we've got tickets for AC Milan away, which hopefully we're, we're here this week. So uh, that, that that could be an exciting trip to look forward to. Um, yeah, January transfer window opens also uh, shortly. So um, hopefully, Paratici has been doing some homework um, over the last month or so, and they know already who, who they want to to go for um anyone that springs to mind especially watching the world cup that you would like well well i believe we're linked with this uh amrabat guy for morocco so i think you know i mean i haven't watched morocco too much this world cup but he does kind of yeah, seem so to I be mean, linked to him last summer and everyone was thinking especially on twitter who the hell is he why are we going for a cheap option here but uh um... that's it but when you know when you visit your country on the world stage you know that's what happens people start talking about you and i suppose the only negative about it is that you know he's you know the cost of the transfer is probably going to go through the roof now yeah no definitely always does though after world cups and yeah. Euros. um but we shall see anyway we've got two weeks to look forward to it we'll, we'll be back after after the Boxing Day fixtures to uh, review, hopefully three points at Brentford. Won't be an easy game, though. Um, listen, all there is to do is wish our remaining players uh, luck uh, in the semi-finals and finals. Um, and there's a good chance that, you know, Spurs will have a World Cup winner on their books. And until next time, after Boxing Day, we'll see you then. Podcast Network.